Day one of the Mallorca Golf Open at the beautiful Santa Ponza Golf Club. Laurie Cantor, this is at the 10th, into the back nine. Just missed the green to the right. This is his third. In for an eagle. In the end, he would finish in 68, which is two under par. Alejandro Canizares. This is at the ninth. Just missed it. It's a tough, tough hole this night, but found it in three. 67 for Canizares. Just what he's looking for, and he likes that, doesn't he? Eddie Pepperell needs to find a little bit of form. Three holes left to play. This is his birdie putt at the 16th. Good firm stroke, straight in, no problem. He would finish in four under par, round of 66. This hole today, 191 to the pin. This is Nacho Elvira. Tee shot here at the 15th. Likes it. And that'll be good enough for two for Nacho Elvira. Thank you. Now, Andrew Johnston, who is a past winner in Spain. And nicely done. That was at the 15th. 66 in the end for Andrew Johnston. But Alvaro Quiros really needs to find some form. This was his second to the 11th. Back it comes. Just a little. Good enough for a birdie. And right up near the top of the leaderboard at six under par at the end of the day. Now 41-year-old Gonzalo Fernandez Castaño at the 17th. Is it enough? Yeah. Just. Yeah. We drop a shot at the last, but 65 in the end. But this is the man, the man of the day, Jeff Winter. Birdie putt there at the 18th, 62, eight under par, and he's right at the top of the leaderboard. The second round of the Mallorca Golf Open comes to you live from Spain. Catch it on Supersport Golf. There's a two-way tie at the top of the leaderboard after the first round of the Blair Athol Championship delivered by the Korea guy. Rupert Kaminsky got it going early on with three birdies in his first five holes. He doubled the par three eighth, but birdied the ninth to turn in two under. Five birdies and just one drop shot on the way in saw him sign for a stunning six under par 66. Yeah, played nicely. Um, mainly, it was mainly the putter that was hot. Didn't really hit it that good the first couple of holes, to be honest. Um, but I, I guess I was managing it while hitting it in the right places. And then, yeah, the putter was just ridiculous. I was making it from making putts from all over the place, which is always fun. Playing alongside Kaminsky was Rikis Norkia. He birdied his very first hole of the day, but stumbled at the second. Still three more birdies in his next six holes steadied the ship. He reeled off three more on the way in to grab a share of top spot. Luckily I started off quite well, made a stupid bogey on two, but from there, um, yeah, made a couple of good putts, uh, irons were really good and got, got a new head, uh, driver head, about uh, two weeks ago, and uh, that helped a lot, yeah, wearing it a bit longer, so it helps a lot on this course. Heinrich Brainers came close to catching the duo late on Thursday. He produced a flawless performance, registering five birdies without a blemish on his card. I really did well today, I can't complain about anything. I had 29 putts or five under, and I had a three putt on 18 or so, four. But I made a few nice putts, I made a good par save on, I think it was the third or fourth last hole, so it was perfect. Kyle Barker made a hole-in-one on his last hole of the day, the eighth. That got him into a share of fourth place on four under. 
He was joined on that number by, amongst others, Anton Haig, Jared Harvey and Trevor Fisher Jr. Coverage for the third round of the Blair Athlete Championship is heading your way. Catch every putt, every birdie, every swing, live on your World of Champions. Five of the top six seeds in Tenerife were eliminated in the first round. Fourth seed Camilla Georgi, the lone survivor. As the highest ranked player left standing, she had a massive target on her back heading into the second round. Danka Kovinic lying in wait, a place in the quarterfinals up for grabs. The Italian was the favourite and it really showed in the first set, practically shutting the door closed for the Montenegrin, who needed six games to win her first. Georgie wrapped up the sets in just over half an hour. The second set looked to be heading the same way, after she raced into a three-love lead. Govinic closed the gap back to one, but she was always chasing. Georgie re-established her lead and finished the match without any issues. Straight sets and through to the quarters. Make no mistake, Camilla Georgie is back. That was brilliant. Only eight ladies are left standing in Tenerife, chasing a spot in the semi-finals. Camilla Giorgi goes into the quarters as tournament favourite. Watch the drama unfold on Supersport. With her place in the WTA finals at the end of the year up for grabs, Maria Sakari came inspired into this round of 16 clash against Anna Kalinskaya at centre court in the VTB Kremlin Cup in Moscow. Kalinskaya has recently experienced strong success in a compressed time frame, having won eight of her last nine matches in the past three weeks, but she proved to be no match for Sakari. The number three seed eased through the first set in half an hour and never faced a break point. The Greek grabbed an early service break in the second set to extend a commanding lead, but the match was abandoned as an ailing Kalinskaya retired injured, with the score at 6-2, one love. Sakari currently seventh in the world, has now made history by becoming the first Greek woman to qualify for the prestigious and much sought-after WTA finals. She becomes the fifth single player to secure her place at the Crown Jewel event, joining Ashley Barty, Arina Sabalenka, Barbara Krejcikova and Karolina Prishkova with three places still up for grabs. In the beginning I felt like she was, you know, playing well first four games, then I saw that, you know, something was wrong, something was bothering her. I mean, of course, I couldn't tell what, but, um, you know, I, I think she's a very good player and very promising. She's still very young. She's going to have more opportunities like this one today. But, of course, I mean, it's unfortunate to finish like that. Simona Halep and Veronika Kudermetova met in the Australian Open with the former Imaging Victorias in straight sets. Halep, the former world number one, continued where she left off when the two went into battle in the VTB Kremlin Cup. The Romanian started aggressively as she piled on the pressure on the Russian to run away with the first set 6-1. Looking on course to repeat the same results she attained in Australia, Halep was leading 3-1 in the second set and had to dig deep as Skudermetova fought back. Halep eventually overcame the Russian 6-1, 7-5 to reach her fourth quarterfinal of the year. With the victory over Gudermetova, the eighth seed improved her record against Russian players to 5-1 this season. She will now face number three seed Maria Sakari, 
who defeated Russian Anna Kalinskaya. Sad that it ends that way. That was such a good second set. Simona Halep finds her way into the last eight here in Moscow. Good contest that. Kodomatova certainly played her part. It was a tough match. I knew that uh, even if I won the first set, it's going to be a tough battle. We played uh, against each other this year, and I knew that she's a very powerful opponent, and uh, I had to stay very focused till the end. In the second set, she raised her level, definitely, and uh, maybe I did some uh, easy mistakes and uh, some uh, wrong decisions, but uh, she played really well, and it was really difficult to finish the, the match in two sets. The Kremlin Cup is reaching the business end with only eight players left at the tournament. Quarterfinal play continues in Moscow and you can catch all the action live on your World of Champions Supersport. South African Moto3 sensation Darren Binder has joined the RNF MotoGP team for the 2022 season with an option to extend his contract for the following year. The 23-year-old who currently races for SRT will partner Italian veteran Andrea Dovizioso at the newly branded satellite Yamaha team. This will make Binder the first rider to move from Moto3 into the premier class since Jack Miller made the leap in 2015 when he replaces seven-time MotoGP world champion Valentino Rossi. Binder has claimed six Moto3 podiums which includes his victory at the 2020 Catalan Grand Prix. Managing director of the Yamaha Motor Company, Lynn Jarvis, welcomed Binder to the team, stating that his young rider is not only fast and determined, but also aggressive, willing to battle those at the front of the pack. It will be the first time in the history of the sport that two South Africans will compete in the premier class as Darren Binder joins older brother and KTM race winner Brad Binder on the MotoGP grid. This weekend, we'll see Valentino Rossi compete in his last MotoGP race at Mazzano. And you can follow all the MotoGP drama unfold from qualifying to Sunday's race right here on your World of Champions. There were a few more gold medals up for grabs on day two of the UCI Track Cycling World Championships. Five to be exact. The first final of the evening was a hotly contested one the men's team pursuit, Italy versus France. Filippo Ganna, the biggest name in the battle. The Italian had four individual pursuit titles to his name, but he was still seeking his first team pursuit crown after finishing third in 2017, 2018 and 2020. The Italians dug deep to produce an exceptional run. Having drifted too far into the red zone, France struggled to pull themselves back into it. Victory for Italy. The men's scratch final was just as gripping. Among the top contenders for the race were Rui Oliveira of Portugal and Spain's Sebastian Mora. It took a while for the 60-lap race to get going. There weren't any attacks over the first 20 laps. But soon after that, the group splintered, building up to a ferocious finish. Here comes Sands there for Belgium! Here comes Sands for Belgium! It's Jersey. 2020 Karen champion Harry Larson successfully defended his crown. Germany claimed the spoils of the women's team pursuit, while 22-year-old Letizia Batenoste of Italy was the last woman left standing in the elimination final. 
After the first two days, it's Italy who lead the medal standings with three gold gongs.